Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I think there's quite a few people around the work uh, space today because we're in the studio. Very hot, very warm. Don't wonder if you're done in here, Coach K. Actually, don't tell me. McHugh, you on that one, McHugh. Uh, day afternoon. Just welcome to the program. Uh, it's a bit of an interesting start, isn't it, to this Monday afternoon. Where are we going? We're coming off the back of Matty White there. Uh, thanks for tuning in, however you were listening. SEN welcomes you to our very broad house of worship. Yes, 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 we know that. $100 cash? Yes, that's available. All thanks to Tristan and the team at Top Sport. What's the number you've got to ring? one three hundred oh one. 1170. Oh, yes. What about the Signet Boost Power Bank? Is that available today? And remember, it can power your phone, tablet, and earbuds and anything else sock 24 7. Yes, it is available to the best text message today. Or indeed, the Who Am I? Is the Who Am I on again, Coach K? No. What about, oh, winners and losers? So, oh, yeah, I know today's Monday, but so we've got this. Oh, winning. Thank you, Charlie. And then this. Le Hill. Her. Ace Ventura, a.k.a. Jim Carrey, on that one. We're doing it all thanks to SBS Fence. Remember, portable toilet and temporary fence hire in Sydney. Go to sbsfence.com.au. But we were pump- when I say we were pumping ourselves up for the program today, I was, uh, and we're getting there. The T-shirt's coming in. Um, afternoons with Coach K featuring Jimmy Smith. Pedro, that's a guaranteed chance of never winning a prize with that sort of talk. Uh, g'day, Jimmy. Here's your T-shirt. Man Cave Heaven starts with 11. SCN 11.70am. Simon from Balgownie. You know what, Simon? Workshop it. Workshop it. A little bit more work to do on that one. But anyway, we'll see how we go. Uh, so keep them coming in. 0457 736 736. Michael Hagen, co-coach of... Sorry, not co-coach. Assistant coach. Mallow, <laughs> Cut that audio out. I, ne- I wanted that destroyed. <laughs> the assistant coach to Mal Meninga uh, with the Kangaroos following the back of their 38 points to 12 win over Toa Samoa on Saturday night. We'll get a score update from Coach K. SENZ's Mark Stafford. He'll be along for a chat. Trent Thomas, he's a regular. He'll be here. Uh, he's now, he's got a little promotion. Trent, will let him tell us about that. Afternoons Amplified. Code Sport cricket journalist Daniel Cherney, huge game tonight, absolutely massive. And then, of course, we'll have the winners and losers uh, and your chance to send in the text messages, all thanks to SBS Fence. But um, this is a really, really huge game for Australia on, well, it's tonight, 7.30. It will be starting. But as always, on a Monday, we like to do this. Thank you, Ed. Ed and the team, they come in, they do it every Monday. We do appreciate that. So a rearview mirror. Actually, why don't we go to the rearview mirror about the NBL? Well done, the Sydney Kings. Top of the ladder now, 99 to 86 of dominant performance against the Perth Wildcats. They were down 21 points to nine. So extraordinary performance um, from the back end, well, really the start of the second quarter. Uh, so well done, the Sydney Kings. The the brand new starting five, and Geordie Hunter this year is a beast. 
20 points uh, for Vic Geordie, and he got his second player of the match. So well done to him on that one. The Kangaroos, 38. Tyre Samoa, 12. Good intensity in the match. 22-0, it's all over for the Kangaroos. So a few things to come out of it. I thought the performance was good. The crowd was okay, 18,144. I think Stephen Crichton proved he's not a 5'8", so maybe there's some changes there for Ben Gardner. But the Sua Fatalonga, no try. Ooh, Sua Fatalonga, no try. Uh, that's that's my concern. That's my concern on this one. This is the concern of uh, Gus Gould as well on Saturday night. Here come the fun to step forward. Have a night with the head of- No one comes to watch the football to watch that. We don't want to know how good the bunker can be with a tax-ray vision. Uh, it's disgraceful. It's absolutely disgraceful. Absolutely disgraceful. Ah, uh, did you hear? Did you see the incident? It was like, oh. But I just wonder on the back of the try, though. Remember, we've only seen him for one NRL game so far longer. We were amazed by his performance on that round 27 clash against the Broncos. You just wonder whether Craig Bellamy's sitting there going, hmm, hmm, maybe I missed a, a, a trick there, not putting Sua far longer in that semi-final series. PNG Kummels, 46 over the Cook Islands, 10. Where were all the fans? What's, why was it so empty, that stadium? It's their national sport. It's their national team. And I don't know why there were no fans there. 30-0 at half time, so the Kummels dominating there. Lachlan Lamb, outstanding in that match, coming off his season with the Lee Leopards. Zach Labert was good. Jack DeBellin played well. Nene McDonald with four tries there. And then the earlier game on Saturday night, the Gillaroos toughed it out. 16-10 against the Kiwi Ferns. Much tougher going than it was in the World Cup final. They won that one 54-4 just a matter of months ago. So a uh, bit of work to do on that one, and it's good. It's a nice and competitive series. So uh, that is fantastic. One of the stories, not all of the stories, one of the stories coming out of the weekend is the article written in the Daily Telegraph today by Dean Ritchie, uh, quoting former Test captain Max Krillich, blasting the current Australian players who have refused to sing the national anthem. So nothing in the Sydney Morning Herald. So it's interesting on that one. So we've had comments from Max Krillich, former Test captain, Peter Peters, who's a former Manly Premiership winning player and journalist and former ARL chairman, Ken Arthurson, basically saying you don't sing the anthem, you don't play. Who didn't sing? Well, Payne Haas of Samoan background, Katoni Staggs, who is Indigenous Tongan background, uh, Hamaso Tabuaifito of Indigenous uh, Torres Strait Islander and Samoan background, and Selwyn Cobo, Indigenous background. So I'm going to ask you the question today, people, uh, especially when we start talking about this sacred song. Uh, Krilich, who famously led the undefeated 1982 Kangaroo Tour, has called on Test Coach, who was uh, Mal Meninga, who was on that tour, to intervene and tell his star players to sing Australia's sacred song. So just how sacred is this song that we sing? It was written by a Scotsman in 1878. wasn't the national anthem until 1974. Up to that point, it was God Save the Queen. So then it was in on the back of the Whitlam government. And then when the Fraser government came to power a year later, it was out. They went back to God Save the Queen. So then they had a plebiscite and said, well, what do you reckon? Advance Australia fair? 43% said, yep. Waltzing Matilda lost and so did the Song of Australia as the existing national anthem. It wasn't adopted full-time until Bob Hawke did it in 1984. I'm not sure how sacred that whole song is. And there's been a number of lyric changes through history because of the hurt that it's caused Indigenous Australians. But there you go. Apparently, we've all got our knickers in a knot because Katani Staggs and Payne Haas and... 
Who else? Hamaso, Tabuai, Fado, and Selwyn Cobbo wouldn't sing the national anthem. Do you have a problem with it? Let me know. one 1170 The text line 0457-736-736. We've got a problem with the way Australia's playing over there at this Cricket World Cup. So the good news, Travis Head looks like he's going to be back, not for a couple of weeks. He's hitting the ball in the nets over in Adelaide. He's going to get the flight out on Thursday. So that's good news. Won't help them tonight. So here's Pat Cummins pre this match tonight. Yeah, I think everyone's, well, after the last game, was a little bit flat, but the last couple of days have been really good. Everyone's, you know, kind of rolled up the sleeves and want to try and get to work and make amends. So, you know, the mood in the camp's been fantastic. Everyone's great. Everyone's desperate to turn around. I think, I think in the last year, they're kind of the two teams that we've had the most trouble against. You know, the opportunity now is we've got some teams we haven't played for a while that we've had a lot of success against and, and be really confident when we go out there. Okay, let's hope that is the case. The speculation around that Pat Cummins may not be in the eleven. Be interested to see that team sheet when it's handed to the Sri Lankan captain tonight as they go out for the toss. Who's going to hand it to him? There's the other point. Uh, might be Steve Smith. Action from the World Cup overnight. So what about this? Afghanistan. It is absolutely huge. They've beaten England, the defending champions, by 69 runs in New Delhi. So Mujib Uraman and Rashid Khan, three wickets each. No surprise on that. We've seen their superstar skills in the Big Bash League. So uh, no real surprise on they were the stars. The surprise is that England have lost to Afghanistan. That's just their second win in the World Cup. They beat Scotland in 2015. So well done to Afghanistan on that one. Well done to Tim Zhu. Dominant yesterday against Brian Mendoza. So he has defended his WBO Super Welterweight World title. But he's got a hit list. What do you think Jamel Charlo would have thought watching that performance? He'll probably, in his delusional head, he'll probably think that he's going to beat me. Come get it. Come get it. Do you think he will come get it? Yeah, for sure, man. He, he fought Canelo, man. Best pound-for-pound fighter in the world, you know. And I think now, let's prove he's the, he is the best 154, but let's prove, prove it to everyone who is really the king of the division. So he's certainly making a name for himself, isn't he, Tim Zhu? So he's, as I said, defended that WBO title. He's going after uh, Charmelo, uh, Charlo because uh, he wants to unify all of those super middle, uh, super, super welterweight titles, and that would be absolutely huge. I don't think it's going to happen in Australia. So those events will be taking place offshore uh, most notably in Las Vegas. But well done to Tim Zhu, proving himself uh, world-class, world-class yesterday with that performance. Speaking of, Ange Postacoglu, what about that? World-class. He's back-to-back Manager of the Month. So last month he got Manager of the Month in the EPL. First Australian to ever do it. This week, or this month, he's gone back-to-back. So he's the first Aussie to ever do that. He's the first Premier League manager to win successive awards in the first two months of their tenure. And he's the first manager to do it, back-to-back manager of the month, since Liverpool's Jurgen Klopp in 2019-2020. They went on to win the title that year. So, not bad, and surely, no, Tottenham, no, they couldn't. What's Harry Kane thinking? Surely he's getting a little bit of uh, FOMO. I would have thought. Rugby World Cup. So we've had some incredible quarterfinals. Uh, Dramatic yesterday morning. I think you would have to say that New Zealand 
would have stopped. They got home just 28-24 over Ireland. Incredible game. 35 phases at the end for Ireland. New Zealand defence holds strong. So as a result of that, they'll take on Argentina. That's right. Michael Checker, his Argentine side beat Wales 29-17. The other semi-final, England taking on South Africa after South Africa broke the heart of the hosts, France, 29-28 with a late try. Uh, that would have been morbid over there in France. Uh, England just get it done. They score uh, three tries to two or two tries to three against Fiji. Fiji with the three tries, but they lose on the back of superior kicking. 30-24, to 24, England go through. England, South Africa in the semi-final, and that is on... Sunday at 6am and then Saturday 6am our time Argentina taking on New Zealand so absolutely huge in the Rugby World Cup uh, text flying in 0457 736 736 the open line 1300 01 1170 yes we want your winning and losing so Charlie oh, winning thank you uh, loser loser thank you Ace on that one uh, we also want when did you not quite make it to the Everest? When did you not quite peak on the back of? Someone must have bat, uh, back, think about it. It certainly wasn't me. I wish I win was there battling away for me. Shinzo as well on the back of the, the analyst and Cylinder as well too with Kenny Callender on Friday. But when did you not quite make it to the peak? You might want to, yeah. There's a lot of people would argue that that has been the story of my life, and I'd I'd refute that. Not sure how strongly, but I'd certainly refute it. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. The text line zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. All right, let's get ourselves to the break. After that, we're back. We're speaking to Kangaroos assistant coach Michael Hagen. Stick around.